Welcome to the Be Healed Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I'm so thankful that you've tuned in today. More than 25 years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer and Jesus Christ healed me in a miraculous encounter with his power. This set me on an amazing journey of learning about how to receive God's healing promises. And this podcast is all about sharing them with you. For many people, it's easy to believe that God is able to heal them. They believe he has the power. He has the ability. However, it's not as common for people to believe that God actually desires and even longs to heal them personally. But we're going to discuss this, and I believe that this episode is going to build your faith in one of the reasons why God desires to heal you, that he will heal you. I know that many people have been exposed to conversations, ideas, theologies, traditions in the Christian church that often will tell them that God does not desire to heal everyone. He desires to heal some and will heal some, but he does not desire to heal all. Well, this has done a lot of damage to people's faith because they go into praying for healing with a thought or a phrase, if it be thy will. This is why we need always to see the word of God and grow deeper and deeper in the reality that God desires to heal us. I mean, our minds, our hearts need to be saturated with the confidence that God will do it. The Bible says in 1 John, in chapter 5, beginning with verse 14, it says that there's a confidence that we should have in him. And this is what it says. It says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Well, that verse says that if we ask anything according to his will, we should have the confidence that we're going to receive, that we'll have the petitions that we've asked of him. How can we have any confidence in our prayer if we don't have full confidence that it's God's desire and will to heal us? Here's the wonderful reality. The ministry of Jesus Christ was filled with healing. Now, I know that maybe the church or small group or tradition that you've come from in Christianity may not have been filled with healing. Maybe you've never even seen a miraculous healing before. But praise God, Jesus's ministry was filled with healing. And if we want to know the will of God in a particular matter, we should look at Jesus. We should look at Jesus's ministry. We should look at what the Father was doing through him because Jesus is the expression or the perfect revelation of the Father. In fact, Jesus told one of his disciples, Philip, he said, when Philip asked to see the Father, he said to Philip, if you see me, you see the Father. Now, I don't say this to indict or criticize any ministry. I'm only stating that the reality is that even though we may not have experienced healing in our particular Christian church or denomination, 
It doesn't mean that God doesn't long to do what he's done through Jesus in the pages of the Bible. So looking at Jesus's ministry is going to be the best way of seeing God's will. So let's look at some of the verses of of what it says in the scripture about the ministry of Jesus Christ while he was here in the flesh walking upon the earth. In Matthew chapter 9 in verse 35 it reads Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogue preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. How wonderful this is. Jesus Christ was teaching, he was preaching, and he was healing. These are three things that characterize the ministry of Jesus Christ. Teaching, preaching, and healing. When Jesus is teaching in the synagogues, he's instructing. When he's preaching the gospel of the kingdom, he's proclaiming. And when he's healing every sickness and every disease, he is demonstrating that his teaching about the preaching or the proclamation is indeed true. He healed not some sickness, not some disease, but the scripture says he healed every sickness and every disease. In Luke chapter 4, verse 40, it says, When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. There it is again. The ministry of Jesus healed every one of them, and it is encouraging to see it wasn't just some. In Matthew chapter 8, verses 14 to 18, it reads, Now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed, here it is, all who were sick. Again, not some, but all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Well, there are many more examples in the scripture that Jesus Christ was going about and doing the will of the Father, which was to heal all sicknesses, to heal every disease, to deliver all the people. You know, Even in John chapter 18, verse 10, when there was a struggle and Simon Peter actually took a sword and he drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. I mean, here they are trying to take Jesus to crucify him. The persecution is now arising and Peter cuts off this servant's ear and Jesus Christ heals this servant. His name was Malchus, and he heals his ear. It's just that Jesus, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance, seems to keep demonstrating that he has a relentless desire 
to heal. It's just who he is. So according to the instruction of Psalm 103, verses 2 to 4, we should be blessing the Lord with all our souls. We should not be forgetting any of his benefits. It says, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. What a beautiful description of our Heavenly Father, that He crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Thank you, God, that the Scripture teaches that Jesus' ministry was filled with healing. But we want to get into this idea of answering this question about why. Why was Jesus doing this? Why was he healing all? Why was he healing every? Why will he heal you? In your situation right now, in your body, in your marriage, in your mind, what should be the confidence that God desires to do the same thing for you today? Well, the answer, or at least part of the answer, is that God has something for each and every one of us, and that is compassion. Now, compassion may be something we think we understand, but I'd like to unpack this word and get into a deeper level of revelation of what it means that God has compassion for you. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 14, It says, and when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them. Well, a lot of people have confidence that the tenderness of God has compassion for people, but this compassion that God has is actually not a passive compassion. It isn't a feeling that he's feeling from a distance. It isn't something that God has and laments and says, yeah, I know what you're going through, but just bear with it. That's not what the scripture describes. Rather, the whole verse, chapter 14, verse 14 in the gospel of Matthew reads this. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. Oh, these four words at the end of this verse reveal so much. It says, not only was he moved, he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. The truth is that when God has compassion, he has action. All throughout the scripture, we see the Son of God is being touched with our infirmities. He sees, he knows, he understands with an intimacy that no human being could see or know or understand. If you've caught episodes number four and five in the Let My People Go series, it spoke about how God heard their cry, how he saw their oppression, and how he knew their pain. This is where the compassion of God is flowing from. One human being to the other, 
may have compassion for someone, but it will never match the compassion that God has. One, because no one has a heart exactly as good as God. Two, only God knows the level of intimacy of what we're feeling. Sometimes people have often said, no one knows what I'm feeling. Or someone may say, Steve, it's so easy for you to preach this, but you don't know what I'm going through. Well, you're right. I don't know what you're going through, but God does know what you're going through. And it's his compassion that's being driven by his knowledge. And he's the one that does the healing. So isn't it encouraging that though even the closest loved ones to you may have compassion with you, they still can't heal you. They can't take their compassion and deliver you. They can't take their compassion, their limited knowledge of your situation and change your circumstances. But God, who is the Alpha and the Omega, who's the beginning and the end, who is the one by whom all created all things, it's his compassion, it's his all-knowing that says, I know what you're going through and I'm going to heal you because the compassion of God motivates him. It moves him. It compels him. It draws him to you. His love for you is indescribable. It's radical. It's something that we've got to try to wrap our hearts around, that he hates when you hurt. He feels what you feel, and he hates when you hurt. He hates your pain more than you because his love for you is so tender, so strong, so unwavering that his love for you causes him to die for you, causes him to come to you, causes him to seek you. And that love for you, even before you were born, caused him to go to the cross to be crucified for you. There's a wonderful description of this in Matthew chapter 20, verses 29 to 34. It's an account of a multitude uh, being around Jesus. They were actually following him as he left the city of Jericho. And we're going to pick it up in verse 30 in Matthew 20. It says, And behold, two blind men sitting by the road, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. Then the multitude warned them that they should be quiet. But they cried out all the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes. And immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. What an amazing truth this is, that they received their sight. Why? Because of the compassion that God had on them. Now, I want to highlight this amazingly powerful truth. They cried out, Lord, son of David. Now, this is a direct messianic title that they're declaring, we believe that you're the son of God. And they cry out twice 
with this statement. And Jesus stood still. What a powerful picture this is that they cry out. The other multitude warned them, telling them to be quiet, but they cried out all the more. I mean, they cried out no matter what. They wanted, desired, longed for mercy. And they say, Have mercy on us. And Jesus says to them, What do you want me to do for you? Now, Jesus already knows that they're blind. Jesus knows that they have need. But when they asked God to have mercy on them, to have compassion on them, he says, what do you want me to do for you? I want to tell you today that when you cry out to the Lord, to the son of David, when you cry out to Jesus, even when others would tell you to stop praying, to give up, to discourage you, you cry out all the more and you can cry out and say, Lord, son of David, have compassion on me, have mercy on me. The Lord will stand still and he'll call you and he'll say, what do you want me to do for you? Now they tell the Lord, we want to see, we want our eyes to be healed. And it says in verse 34, Jesus had compassion. Just because God is able to do something is not enough for us to fully believe when we pray. It is necessary and so wonderfully powerful that when we believe he's able to do it and we believe he desires to do it, he wills to do it because his heart and nature has compassion. When the disciples cried out for mercy, the Bible says Jesus had compassion. Now, don't miss this. The compassion of God is flowing from the mercy of God. Could we honestly say, even encountering the love of Jesus a little bit, that he only desires to have mercy or compassion on only some? Would that mean that God is somehow unmerciful to the multitudes that are not being healed today? No, this is not true. God is merciful and compassionate to all. He shows no partiality among men. The scripture is very clear that if God loves one, he loves them all with the same degree of love and devotion. And that means you. The devil lies to people. He uses circumstances, experiences, teachings to somehow think that healing is for other people, but not you. But I'm here to tell you and boldly declare that God has knowledge about you. He knows your name. He sees your tears. He understands what's happening in your body better than anyone. And he knows what you're afraid of. And it's time that you would begin to receive this awesome reality that he has compassion for you and that his compassion for you that flows out of his love for you is his holy motivation to heal you. I want you to think about the leper who asked Jesus or declared to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing you can make me clean. He believed that God was able, but he did not know 
if God was willing. But the Bible says in Matthew chapter 8, verse 3, Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Wow. Could you imagine us praying this today? Do you think that the Lord put that scripture in the gospel of Matthew to only tell us what he was willing to do for that leper? I don't believe so. I believe God put that verse there so you and I could also say, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And then we can hear the words of our faithful, all-powerful, compassion-filled Savior say, I am willing. Be cleansed. I want you to receive it right now. Why don't you receive the compassion of Jesus Christ right now? You have not sinned so much that he won't have mercy on you. You haven't been so unfaithful that he will be unfaithful. He is faithful. He is true. He is there. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. You may have seen people go their whole lives in never being healed, but it is not a reflection of what he desires. He wants them to be healed. But so many for so long have been taught incorrectly that God doesn't want to or may not want to, and it's done very terrible damage to people's faith, and it's held back the releasing of the power of God. But today, you can make the decision that says, God, I believe that you love me, that the Father sent you to the earth for me, that you died on the cross for me, that your blood was spilt as payment for my sins, and that you, in your love, have compassion for me with an everlasting love. So, Lord, I cry out to you now. You can tell him now. We can pray together. We'll do it together. We can agree together right now. Say, Lord, I receive your mercy. I receive that you are the son of the living God. You are the healer and you took all my sickness and disease. And I receive the truth that you are willing to heal me. I receive that you have compassion upon me. And I believe that you are not only able to heal me, but that you are willing to do it because you see me, you know me, and you have compassion over me. So, Lord, I receive healing now. I receive the confidence that you're doing it right now. I declare that, Lord, my body is blessed. I declare now that my body shall not be sick. I declare that my sickness, my infirmity is no match for your compassion. Thank you, Lord. Your compassion, your love is touching me right now. You may say now to your sickness, depart from me. The Lord has compassion upon me, pain or sickness, and go ahead and name it and tell it, depart from me. 
in the name, in the authority, in the power of Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe the Lord is touching people right now. I believe he's touching you. Receive his compassion. Let it overflow. Let this teaching be a catalyst, a beginning, a fresh start in your life that you'll begin seeing all your needs through the compassion of Jesus Christ. He loves you. He's with you. Would you think about writing us with your testimony? It'll give God glory. And we're so expectant to hear what God has done in your life. Until next time, we love you and may the Lord bless you and keep you in his grace, his mercy, and his compassion. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.